Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rachel Unpacked podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Medina, and welcome back. Um, you will notice the little ad that plays right before each episode. I'm really excited to be partnering with Anchor. That's anchor.fm if you ever want to start your own podcast. Okay, let's get right into it. This is the Monday the day after Super Bowl Sunday. Oh my goodness, as I just did a little post on TikTok. Yes, I'm now on TikTok at Rachel Unpacked. Um, I also did it on Instagram, which is also Rachel Unpacked, um, that you can kind of check out. Basically, I'm just talking about how much highlighter I needed under my eyes just to get through the day, <laughs> let alone this podcast, right? So I'm so glad that you're returning back. Let me tell you, I'm really excited. 200 downloads, oh my goodness. I am so, so excited um, that people are even listening to this and commenting and sharing and going on my DMs and just really opening up about how the podcast has resonated with you. Sometimes it's not even about you know, the podcast helping you, so to speak. It's more about the podcast, the, the information, the podcast reminding you, you know, that, that you already know this stuff, you know? It's like reminding you that you, you got this, that you already know how, you know how to do this. And, and sometimes you just need validation or a little encouragement, and that's what I hope that this podcast can be. Don't forget, coming soon on Wednesdays will be Wealth Wednesdays. Today's Monday, so we're calling it Mindset Monday. And then Friday will be Faith Fridays, so... There'll be a lot of content on there for you if you'd like to listen on Spotify or watch on YouTube and also coming soon to Pandora, Google, and Apple. Okay, so diving right into it, today we're going to talk about words. Um, there is a woman by the name of Liz Hernandez who, if you live in Southern California, in the Los Angeles County area, just Southern California in general, she was on the radio a lot. And then if you live in other parts of the country, a lot of you live like in different states throughout the country who listen. And um, you'll know her because she's like on Access Hollywood and some of those entertainment um, shows right on television and she started a program called Wordiful that we featured um, in Go Girl magazine and um, the reason why you know I even selected her for Go Girl magazine was because it was so amazing to see how she took just something as simple as words to focus on and I know that sounds kind of vague but she just literally focuses on words so she'll just sit there and say one word in her post and then breaks down the power of that word, what it can mean to each person um, and how each word has a unique meaning to everybody. I mean, real simple words, um, love, you know, friendship, whatever. So it's a really neat thing. Check it out at Waterfall if you're on Instagram. Um, but anyways, it really led me to think about this particular episode and talking about words and the power of words and our mindset around words and not necessarily taking the angle that she takes, but this other angle of what happens when you say these words, you know, once they leave your mouth, so to speak, and then the other person receives them, the power of that. There's also like the power of manifestation and that your words have power and energy and light and all these things and influence and that they can go out into the universe and bring things back into your life like a boomerang. So there's that as well. Um, but I'm going to start with this one sermon that I heard um, from a gentleman named T.D. Jakes. Um, a lot of you are probably very aware of who he is out of, I believe, Houston, Texas. But um, he's a he's a pastor. And um, although it's not Faith Friday, I'm going to I'm going to use what he was talking about in this podcast, because when I saw Liz's stuff, then I thought, OK, this all kind of ties together with these words. And so he was given a sermon about 
what happens in a marriage or in a relationship when a, one person uses words and what happens to the other person. So in talking about this, oftentimes we get, if we're upset about something or, you know, if we're in a relationship, let's talk in terms of like marriage and relationship and things like that. There are a lot of things and moments in a relationship, especially long-term relationships, even short-term relationships where things can happen or transpire and they generate feelings in you. You end up with some sort of feeling about it and then those feelings might often, especially for us females, right, um, they end up spewing out of our mouths as words, okay? And when that happens, it's really a real fine line. You know, I'm a, I'm a believer, I'm a firm believer that you should say what you mean and you should mean what you say. It's huge to me. When my sons were little and they would, you know, have these conversations and they'd get mad or whatever, I'd say, or they're not even mad, just in general, I never really wanted to have any assumptions. And again, there's a podcast that I just did regarding assumptions. Um, that really ties well into this, but I believe that you should say what you mean and mean what you say. And here's a really important reason why. When we have an emotion and we want to express it, maybe you're disappointed in your partner. Maybe you've been very open with your partner about what your needs are and you feel like this person isn't, like it's not landing, right? Maybe you're giving them a lot of hints. Um, maybe you've outright asked for more affection or attention or gifts or consideration or help around the house or I don't know, whatever your need has been. And let's just, for the sake of this conversation, assume that you're, you haven't received that and that feeling that continuously comes about. I'm going to give one example. I know I'm going all over the place here. So, um... Actually, I'm not going to give that example. Uh, <laughs> see how fast my mind works? I went, oh, that's a good example. And I thought, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I need to be very careful because uh, a lot of people are starting to listen to this podcast. So I won't be giving that example. It was actually related to my ex, but I won't be giving that example just yet. Maybe next time. Um, so when we're upset or feeling some kind of way or we feel disappointed again, maybe there's something that you requested over and over again from your partner and you feel like your partner is very aware that this particular thing makes you unhappy or uncomfortable or aggravated when they do this thing or don't do this certain thing and then they continue to do it anyway. Okay. You might then be at a point where you're like, you know what? You know, maybe every time this thing happens, you're bringing up the fact that like, there you go again. Or, you know, are you really going to do that again? Are you really going to wear that again? Are you really going to eat that after I told you it was for like for the family, for dinner, whatever? I don't know. Like whatever the situation is, you're going to use words and how you deliver those words are really, really powerful and long lasting. And sometimes as women, we have a certain feeling and then here we go with the words or here we go with wanting to have these long drawn out conversations to reevaluate the state of the union within your union, <laughs> right? Let me tell you, men just tune out. That is like, up, oh, tune out. Um, 
you know, they're like scrolling through Twitter in their mind, right? When we're having these sort of emotional sit-downs or writing these long-winded emails or text messages or letters or whatever you want to do. It's like, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Unfortunately, they don't really care about that. And it's not even as far as like not caring. They're just wired differently. And so what ends up happening is we might use words. And so you might start to go, oh, you left your clothes in the wash again or the dryer or, oh my God, you parked on my side of the driveway again. Like, I mean, so those tones kind of resonate with um, disappointment. And so you need to really watch the tones, right, that you're using. Are you disappointed again? Is this making you sad again? Did this hurt your feelings again? Did this make you mad again? Are you feeling jealous again? Are you now needy again? There's all these things, right? Um, that really, you we got to watch that energy, ladies, right? We really have to watch that energy. And I'm not coming to you from a place of like, I've never done that. I'm coming to you from a place that I absolutely positively did that because there's all these books and, and things that tell you to communicate, right? And so as a woman, you were like, okay, well, I want to make sure he knows the playbook to my heart, the playbook to my wants and needs. And at the same time, though, you you realize that when you are like very open and, and your guard is down and you're very transparent and you just want to like say, this is how it works. Let's just do it. And then they're just not with the program. We take it personal and then words come out. So here is something that T.D. Jake said that really struck me. I mean, I wasn't supposed to be doing this topic today. I was supposed to be doing a different topic. This was what he said that made me choose today's topic and this is, and what he said was, you make words and we make decisions. You got that? He said, you make words and we make decisions. And he said, in our, we can leave, we meaning men, okay, that he's talking about, we can leave and still show up. We can leave and still give you a gift for Valentine's. We can leave and still take you to dinner for our anniversary. Ladies, do you hear it? Like, do you hear the ahas <laughs> that are traveling through this podcast over to people's speakers right now? Ladies, when we make words, they make decisions. Okay, so we don't want that. And, and, and the next thing he said that was very profound is if they leave, they, meaning men, if they leave, well, now we're talking about um, emotionally, right, checking out. They're physically still showing up, but they're not quite present. If we leave, we don't come back because we don't want to come back. We, come, we don't come back because we don't know how to come back. Oh my gosh, let me tell you, let me tell you, I've been, I've been doing these podcasts now, I think we're knocking on 20 episodes coming up here, and, um, and it's been really a great process for me because it makes me really unpack these topics and really kind of figure out how I want to, you know, give that information out to you guys, um, but I can tell you that I have spoken a lot about the lessons that I learned in my marriage. And when I heard him say that, it was like another, I mean, I've been divorced for years upon years, right? I mean, I know I make it sound like forever, 
it's just been a long time. <laughs> but um, that really resonated with me. It was such an aha moment that I wish somebody would have told me that when I got married. Like, I'm telling you, if premarital counseling is a thing, I don't even know. Like, I wish that all of these things, it could be like a 12-week course or something. Like, I'm telling you, oh my goodness. So, if you're hearing this and you're young and you're married and you know you have a good man and you love your man and you appreciate him, he goes to work every day. Listen, if you have a man who's providing for you, please, please, please try to focus on the positive. Period. 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 I don't know. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> if you have a man who's providing for you, please try your best to focus on the positive. And when you're communicating with him, really do your best to be mindful not only of the words, but of the tone of the words. He's not your child. He's not this like misbehaving dog. Well, I don't know. Some of you guys might be married to a misbehaving dog. I'm just saying. <laughs> we don't all pick good ones, right? Uh, that's a whole other podcast, podcast, right? But what I'm saying is, yes, you might be disappointed. Yes, you might have asked him to, I don't know, take out the trash every Thursday. And once again, the trash man came and your buckets were not outside. I don't know what your thing is that triggers you, but what I do know is you got to rethink the way you communicate that to him. If this man of yours is out there working hard, or maybe he's a really successful businessman who makes millions upon millions of dollars a year and doesn't work that hard, but he's gone, he goes to work, and when he comes home, if all he hears is what he didn't do right, if all he feels is that he's a disappointment, if all he hears and feels and sees on your face and the look in your eyes and the, uh, the gasps that you do and your body language and the cabinet slamming and the pots and pans swinging around or whatever you do to express that, conveys a message of just disappointment once again. He can't, it, all of these things basically will come to him as, or translate to him as he's not good enough for you and he can't measure up. And at some point they stop trying. Okay. I don't know what that point is. I would love if guys are listening to this or whatever, just send me an email, um, contact at rachelmedina.com um, or go to Instagram at rachelmedina and send me a DM with this feedback because I really feel like women, like we can do better. And I know we're doing so much. Oh my gosh. I'm tr I try to be really careful about these types of topics, about having women be super submissive or whatever it is. But at the end of the day though, if we want our partner to behave like a man and feel like a man and treat, you know, us like we're a woman and they're a man, um, you know, we got to change our energy too that we're putting out there. And we got to shift and, and really understand each other's language when it comes to trying to get our needs met. And it's such a big challenge. And I mean, I hear it from really young girls who are in relationships with their the father of their children and things like that. And they really, they I get the messages and they're asking for the advice 
advice and and everything and it's so hard when you're in it because when you're especially when you're young you just feel like that person is supposed to make you happy every day and that person is responsible for your happiness and, and they're not and we talked about this we talked about this in the joy code one and we talked about this in another podcast it's like put that aside and really just focus on the partnership and realize that that you have someone that you chose to love who chose to love you and you you are not supposed to be in the business of reprimanding them at every turn you're supposed to be in the business of uplifting them and inspiring them and encouraging them and supporting them you know that saying behind every great man is a wonderful woman or a great woman are you a great woman and I don't mean just you do his laundry and you cook his meals and you pick up the kids and you gave him kids and you look good no 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 no. I'm talking about just deep down on a spiritual level like are you doing that are you that person for him you know when he's with you is it just a peaceful loving safe place for him <clears throat> to open up and to connect with you and to bond with you or is it that, oh, I better not say that because then she's going to feel this way. I better not do this because then I'm going to have to hear it again. You know, um, be really careful. Be really mindful. That's all, this, that's all this podcast is about. It's not telling you how to live your life. It's not telling you that what you feel isn't justified or that your guy isn't some, you know, slouch or whatever. It's really just about being aware of what what happens in their mindset. So when you say words, they make decisions and men specifically can leave without physically leaving and that's a really dangerous place to be. And so I'm really glad that I was able to do this podcast and possibly help any one of you that are just newly married or in a new relationship, even if you're dating, getting in that habit of going up, oh, does this have negative energy, positive energy? Is this going to come across needy? Is it going to come across, um, you know, bossy? Is it going to come across like I'm disappointed in him? you know, like this, like this sucks, you know, and how can you address something one time in a serious manner that he can receive it and then move forward from there. And I really think it's when all the rest of the time we're not shooting them with these disappointments and these kind of grudges and these, ugh, these aggravations. I think when they don't have that constant negative stimulation all the time, it's pretty positive and it's pretty great from point A to the next BS thing that they do <laughs> to disappoint you, I think they can receive it. But otherwise, it's too noisy and it's the same old thing. It's just like the same old, same old tapping, just the same old tapping. Um, and so let's be careful, right? Let's be mindful of it. And I hope that that really helps you. Um, in terms of just like the world, if you have friendships or you're in business with someone and you're pretty respectful to them or whatever and they come and they call you outside of your your name or they start using like the f-bomb and i'm not talking about in a playful way really foul language has no place in business and you have to be really careful of that but for the most part um if you do feel comfortable enough to use it that's that's between you and whoever you work with if they're comfortable with it but i will tell you that if you are having a serious debate that's in business if you're having a a 
professional conversation, a professional dialogue via email or in person or by phone or video conference, whatever it is, and you get upset and start saying things like what the F and I mean on and on and on, let me tell you, you have just lost. You're losing that person's respect with each crappy word, emotionally based crappy word that comes out of your mouth. Business is not a place really for emotions. You can be kind and you can be kind hearted and considerate and you can be uplifting and and there's emotions in that. But when you're upset, and having a fit, an emotional fit, there's no place for that in business. So when you're considered like a leader or a manager or even any team member and you do that, you know, that is something that you need to be really careful about and you need to be quick to apologize, quick to clean it up and or or just don't do it. So remember because when your words come out, you can do, you can drop an F-bomb one time while you're very upset, um, but it's going to take seven to ten really amazing, kind, positive, stable, sound acts of, you know, behavior to sort of erase that from people's minds and from people's imp- impressions of you and how they respect you or don't respect you. Do they trust you now if you're this emotional over that thing? Are they really going to come to you and trust you with the other thing? I mean, there, I, it, there's a bunch of things that fall apart. And what ends up happening is you use these words because for you, that was like your powerful expression. That was your stone to throw. And you feel good when you throw that stone. To everyone else, we just kind of move to the side watch the stone go by and we look at you and go, what a mess, right? Um, And respect is lost each and every time. And yes, there are bosses out there that are total tyrants and they just like to throw things around and yell and there's people that thrive in those environments. And I mean, listen, this isn't the 80s. This isn't even the 90s anymore. At the end of the day, that's not the environments people want to be in. And so you want to be mindful of your words because even if the employees continue to show up or your business partner continues to show up or people continue to smile in your face and go, oh, hi. Oh, yeah, you're so great. Deep inside, they're like, oh, my God, this person's freaking crazy. Like, like, I can't wait till I find another job or whatever, or till she goes on vacation, or whatever. You'd be surprised. You can have a whole team of people around you praising you, and technically inside, they've already left you. The same thing with friends is the same thing with your with your romantic partner is the same thing with your business associates. It's just what it is. So that is what I wanted to share with you today on the Rachel Unpack podcast. I hope that this has helped you. Remember, when you're making words, they're making decisions. So choose your words wisely. Make sure that you're choosing the best energy behind those words and not angry energy. Try to calm down. Let the dust settle really kind of come to grips with what it is that you really want from this person and just in the moment before you're going to get upset and talk to them just look at them and remember like why they're here to begin with why you chose them and and that you really want something great in return from them you don't want to actually upset them you don't want to make them just tune out you just want to be heard and there's a lovely saying that says if you want to be heard whisper yeah (laughs) 
Hey, listen, thank you for tuning into the Rachel Unpack podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Rachel Medina. Don't forget to go online to rachelmedina.com slash podcast. If you want to subscribe and receive the, the podcast every single week, right to your email, or you can just go to Spotify and subscribe there. Um, take a look um, at Pandora. Keep an eye out. Pandora has podcasts up at the top of the search area. You can type in Rachel Unpack. It should go live this week. Um, if you're listening, you know, the first week of February, uh, 2020, and it's really um, coming soon to Apple and Google. Uh, we submitted it like, um, you know, three weeks ago. So it should be coming up here pretty soon. Thank you so much. Oh, you can watch on YouTube also if you want to see my crazy facial expressions. <laughs> Don't forget to follow me on TikTok. That, oh, that app is crazy. It's addicting. So be careful. Um, anyways, thank you so much. Have a great and blessed day.